0: Kyle, you ready to come up and hang out with me in person
1: this weekend? Actually hang out?
0: I'm ready. What's up, Walker? Yeah, I'm psyched, dude. I got my uh, second vaccination about a week ago, so I feel I feel armed and ready to hang out.
1: At least you're safe, you know. I'm I'm still glad you're getting a test cuz it's kind of it's kind of sus with this like potentially still carrying it. I know, yeah.
0: Weird. I it, you can never be too careful. I, I I got my test. I'm good, but yeah, I'm psyched to hang out gonna be fun you want to play skate this weekend you ready for that dude I'll, I'll I'm down to flip my board a couple times and get you a, I'll, I'll get you to like SK all
1: right all right I thought I was just strictly your filmer though we're, we're getting you're getting a clip no matter what dude.
0: here's the rule though we don't play until you have eight beers and I've had two <laughs> all right
1: deal that sounds good cool so what's uh what's going on this month on Patreon, what are we
0: offering the people for March? The month of March is the month of the hamstring, so we're we're talking all things uh, uh, related to hamstring uh, injuries. So we have we have the 101 where we go through the exercises that I uh, recommend at, at the clinic to to come back from a hamstring injury. And is this a hamstring strain or? We'll go into it a little more during the deep dive but these exercises there's different levels of of hamstring strengthening when you're coming back from a hamstring injury okay and there will be levels for you know the just the minor strain and then there'll be stuff for the more heavier duty hamstring injury. so we'll, we'll my goal was to be able to cover a wide range of, of hamstring injuries with with this content so we're going to try to cover it all Nice. Another injury added added to the catalog. Yep, that's number 9.
1: Well, they keep stacking up. Issue number 9. There's it's not all injuries, but yeah, for anyone out there, you know, listening for the first time, we are offering videos and podcasts. It's a subscription-based platform. Pay 5 bucks, you get access to what's now like a pretty pretty decent catalog. Not going to yes. lie, dude. Pretty yeah. I'm I'm amazed that that uh I didn't, you know, Give up on this and and uh, move on to something else, dude. We're
0: we're we're sticking to it. I'm glad you stuck with it because imagine the first time subscriber when they pay just you know a a, a measly five dollars and then they click on the Patreon and they see all the content they 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 have access to. It's it's a lot now.
1: I know it's cool.
0: And as we uh
1: as we talk about with our guest Mr. David Cole. Uh, we, we brought on one of our oldest friends for this issue. And we're also at the end of this episode, we're going to have our first deep dive, which is one of the podcasts we offer through Patreon. And so you'll get a taste. But we had David listen to it and give his feedback, his honest feedback, because he's, he's one of the only friends we have who will just tell it to us exactly. The way he sees it, yeah. um. But yeah, so you, at the end of this episode, you can get a taste for what, what sort of uh, extra podcast we put out through Patreon.
0: Yeah, so we're 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 chatting with Dave, and then we're we're looking back on our on our first ever deep dive. So everyone gets a, a taste of what we, of uh, the type of content we provide every month. Yeah. So Walker, tell our listeners a little bit about our our connection with Dave.
1: Yeah. So David Cole a.k.a. Dave, a.k.a. Crave, is, I'm going to say he's my favorite skater to come out of the Napa Valley. No offense, Kyle. No offense, no, Billy Pepper. But none, none taken. He's my favorite skater. He's one of the, I mean, dude, it's its hard to put David Cole into words. You really have to experience him. And I feel like with this episode, you kind of do, if you don't know him, if you haven't seen his videos or parts. If you just listen to this, you're gonna you're gonna get
0: a taste of what we had the pleasure of growing up with, essentially. Yeah, so basically David, Walker, and I, did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we all grew up one town apart but in the same county. So we we all grew up skating together. And uh, um, I've I've skated with Dave. I've known Dave since he was a little Grom. Where he his board was almost as tall as he was, and he was mob flipping off of off of three stairs. I, I've I've skated with him for a long time, and in every skate session or every time I'm I'm around Dave, it, it's a good time. He brings he brings a lot of, of joy to the to the session. So I'm I'm yep. excited I'm excited for people to uh, experience him for for the yeah. first time.
1: Yeah, and for for those who uh, know him, this is like a you know. This is like a phone call you'd get, which if you know him, you've probably gotten a phone call from him because he will go through the, there was a period of time where he, he, would, I think he would call Wade Disarmo like every week because, you know, we, they, we, Wade lived, lived in my house for like a month or two uh Uh-huh. and so did Dave. So uh-huh. they just vibed, you know, and he's like, I'll call Wade. And you know, I think Wade would pick up and be like, what's, what's Grave got to tell me this week, dude? What's going on?
0: Wait, but let's, he's, let's think about this. The, who are the top? five skaters in, in Dave's uh cell phone Rolodex. Wade uh, Jamie Jamie Palmore.
1: Jamie Palmore, yep. um Dan Connolly. Colin McKay. Colin McKay he met at a party one time and and would just periodically like call. Or no text. way.
0: Yeah. Did he ever answer?
1: <laughs> I think so. I think he was like, wait, how do who are you? Um I can't say for sure Peter Smolik, but somehow that just seems possible
0: that sounds right
1: um i mean basically let's just let's just say san diego dude san diego you know he hung out in san diego lived in san diego for a nice little spell yeah and uh anyone who encountered him remembers grave dude that's all you gotta know
0: and they love him and they love him
1: yeah and you can't not love the guy so i i go my history goes back not quite as far as yours actually because you guys had the anguin connection which is the for those who don't know the napa valley geography a little town up in the hills north of napa proper above the hills of saint helena yeah and i knew him through like little league basketball and stuff like that and everyone called him froggy (laughs) and eventually it became known that he was you know he and Andrew's little brother were skating and and Dave was ripping and Dave was really ripping he was like ollieing stair sets bigger than I knew how to ollie like he was like that exciting new talent I'd been waiting for my whole life because you were already you were already a little too old for me to you know to hop on sessions with when I was really Mm -hmm. young you know Mm -hmm. but Crave and I became skate homies and dude we've been skate homies ever since and and the trifecta you me and uh mr david cole you know we've, we've we went to thailand when we were like 17 16 dude we've, we did. we've been around and we're we're keeping it going i love it
0: yeah I've, I've yeah i've i've known dave for pretty much my whole life and i am excited for people to hear him talk about some some pretty gnarly injuries and just about life in general and i think people are going to enjoy it whether they know him or not
1: yeah i really I really think they will.
0: And yeah, fun
1: fun fact, Kyle, when you know the shuffle video that we made in, back in 2010? Yeah. The main purpose of that video was to get Dave sponsored.
0: Did you know that? Um I didn't know that, but that that makes sense and he he came through kind of. Now I'm joking, kind of course. Of, no,
1: he was supposed to I mean that was the whole joke. It was like we have to make a homie video so Dave can get hooked up. Like yeah. he's gonna have first part, he's gonna have last part. There was just <laughs> a lot riding. It was basically gonna be David David's video. And you know, he, he got he got some he got some little shine.
2: He but killed it. He it killed really it.
1: comes down to these injuries that sort of uh you know, derailed the epic beginner-ender video parts that uh we wanted yeah so we'll get into it but he's like i said one of my favorite skaters one of my favorite people he's just the he's just the best and there's you know not much more to say we're gonna definitely share be sharing some some clips and Ooh, some i can't parts. wait to see those yep
0: all right should we get to it
1: yeah let's get into it oh and so we're going to just dive in straight to David's review of our first podcast. So All right. It'll play at the end, but Dave's going to Dave's going to let us hear it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what did what do you think? What do you think of our first our first little podcast, dude?
3: That was the first one you did.
1: Yeah. That was the first one we put out to the world.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I kind of felt that vibe, mostly, mostly from Walker, Walk, <laughs> up, Walker's end. I could, I mean, I seriously, at first when it first started, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can stand this type of shit. I don't know why. I don't. I, I love you, but like, it's the same thing that happened, like when you had your Nine Club interview. Like, mm-hmm. I was obviously, I love you and I support you, so I wanted to like listen. But because you're one of my best friends, it's like hard for me to like listen. I don't know why. I'm just like judgy. I'm like, what the? I'm like, what is this? And, and so anyway, I had that same vibe with you guys at first, but um, it got better. It got more natural as it went on.
0: Me too. You got the vibe with no, from me too.
3: Well, no. I, seriously though, Kyle, like you, I didn't have that vibe from you. <laughs> you seemed like you talked like like just how you are. Like you're a little more like you're. I don't know. Your tone of voice is like really. It's different. It's like really. of like dry you have like a really dry oh thanks you're hard you're you're hard to read you're hard to read dude sometimes walker though walker (laughs) i can like sense like the fakeness sometimes i'm like all right this dude this dude is like faking it and he's just kind of like a little over the top trying you know what i'm saying
0: Uh, yeah it was our first one dude. it was our first
1: one it was our first one we there there like there were certain questions i i probably asked like 10 or 15 different times to get the right right delivery yeah. it was it was way too much overthinking i was in my head with it i was like editing putting too much thought into editing it was it was a problem so,
3: oh I, yeah I i'm could, not surprised you picked yeah. up
1: on that yeah
3: yeah no i can tell you were probably losing it
0: you you've seen me at what worst wait so so dave did did walker's voice just ruin the whole thing or could did you end up learning at thing or, first did you end up learning a thing or two from the uh podcast
3: yeah 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 no i mean at first i was like okay is this is this going to ruin it for me? But it it got better. Like I said, I don't know. Something happened where conversation shifted, and it just sounded more like a normal. I don't know. But no, I did listen to it all, and I I retained some shit. I yeah. Did. What
0: what are you what What were your thoughts, or what are your thoughts?
3: I'm um, I'm I'm with it. Like I realized. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when I go skating now, I'm extremely rusty, and because i don't skate that much and i know i'm getting older so this type of stuff makes sense and i mean i definitely think about doing those things when i'm skating i'm like show up to the skate park and do a couple laps i'm like dude my ankle hurts or like my pushing foot does a weird thing i'm like i should probably do some jumping jacks uh but i won't (laughs) and i don't and i but i like i just i always think like you know do these dynamic stretches like this is that's the type of stuff that makes sense. And then like what you were saying about um, the whole point of it is to actually warm up your body. It's why yeah. it's called a warm up. It's like your temperature and, and your blood flow. And you know, like that's kind of like, that's when you can start getting good. When you start to break a sweat and
0: degrees are going up, like Walker said in the podcast.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. And that, <laughs> that makes sense. Cause like for me, for me, what made sense is it, it reminded me of like growing up doing sports, like, we've all kind of done some sports but i know kyle like we did we played a lot of basketball and basketball warm-up is where you you rush out of the locker room and you do like a hot lap around and you you smile at the chicks and then you come back in and you start doing you do
0: do the layup drill
3: yeah you do your do your layup drills you're like running and passing and you're just constantly kind of running it's like a light jog and you're supposed to just be like you just do a light jog with it and then you get into like a passing like you don't sit around and like do stretches like they do in football and weird shit like that. Like, so that's the type of warm up that makes sense and that works better yeah. for skating. Yeah, yeah, to do a type of warm up that's like quick foot, like you said, jumping, like you would do skating. Like, so for me, I, I listened to it. I was like, this makes sense, and I, you know, I've talked to you about it before. Yeah. So I'm 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 with it, and I yeah I definitely need to get on it
0: wait what do you mean what do you mean you're with it like you're gonna do it tomorrow when you go skate or
3: wh- how with it are you well, yeah, i'm i'm thinking about being with it like that yeah <laughs> yeah you know like uh it's definitely part of the problem is it, uh realizing you have a problem you know what i'm saying <laughs> and i realize i have a fucking problem because i skate and like doing you, you know, have a warm-up problem Well, what so i'm saying like i'm so used to going to the skate park and just dropping in and Doing a couple hot laps, I mean I obviously have my rules like don 't pop for a while yeah. uh, no no flip tricks whatsoever just kind of cruise the yeah. park yeah. yeah and by cruising the park, you get warmed up and yeah. just I just know that late, lately it 's harder, my bones are broken, and my shit's fucked up, so it, it takes a little bit longer for that process to happen yeah
0: but you you still have like um, if you really think about it, you have your own. Warm up routine, you know, right?
3: I mean, if you consider drinking two beers on the, and before I go into the skate park routine, yeah, then yes, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do. But- but two
0: beers and laps and then you pop a little bit, but you don't flip your board or you don't pop too big and then you like you have your own progressive like yeah. warm up routine, whether you want to admit it or not. I mean, it's just
3: a little yeah. different. Well, that's a th- I mean, I just like I don't this is just something You're still an athlete, Dave. Thank you. I don't whatever. <laughs> All right, but but Dave, I, Dave, I just
0: let know- me ask let me ask you this. If you what? if 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 this is a big if because you haven't done this in a long time, if we went street skating tomorrow can you imagine doing that
3: yeah see that's what i'm saying that would be so hard to like warm up that way or to warm up skate like because i I remember when we were a little bit younger like even just in you know early 20s i
1: san diego days
3: yeah like san diego days like we would just show up to the skate spot and start skating and like i remember for me like i my warm-up would be just kind of doing the tricks i had like if we were at like a gap spot i would just like I didn't have much tricks anyway, so I would like all it a bunch of times. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe 180 it a bunch of times. And then back 180 it. Like I, I remember doing like I just do all my tricks and then I'd be okay, well, what's next? What do you got? Maybe a pop shove it. And then I would progress to the pop shove it. But my warm-up was just skating and just like kind of going through the basics of skating, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, I remember do I remember doing that, but I don't remember any of us doing any stretches. We weren't doing jumping jacks. We were just like fired up when we got there at the spot, you know.
0: But what about now? What if you were to go street skating now? I know I know you rarely do that, but like now that, that would oh, be
3: dude, it, it, we're talking we're talking like we're talking like we're talking like 20 minutes of me just pushing through the parking lot. That's what you do. Up, you know what I'm saying?
0: That's what you do. I'd have
3: to like I'd have to well, that's what I'm saying. If I want to get warmed up skating, I'd have to just push my board a hundred yards and then turn around and push it, switch 100 yards or whatever. Like, move my body like that.
0: All right. God damn it, Walker. Are you hearing
1: <laughs> what like they? It's like essentially a good dynamic stretch, is it not? Well, can, we, but, can we vouch for this or is it, is, it, is, it not, is it not allowed? You're swinging legs. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's
3: what I'm saying. Like, I, I just know it's hard. Like, I've, I've gone skating and the last thing I want to do is a flip trick for some god-awful reason. And, I mean, that's but I've been this way forever. Um, it's also made me think about, like, skate camp. I was a counselor at skate camp. Me and Walker were, you know, campers at skate camp for years, and um, they'd always do stretches in the morning, and it would like, f- it would fuck with me. And like, mostly when I was like a little bit older, when I would do it as a counselor, I'd do my stretches in the morning, and I could just feel my legs be all weird and jelloy. And they're like, "Okay, break into your groups." Like, you break into groups, and I would be like, "Oh God, dude, I need to get to the half pipe. I need to get to the half pipe because I can't right. pop." And then half the time. Nobody would want to skate the half pipe because everybody thought, you know, nobody likes training. So I get stuck doing flat ground tricks with the kids. And I'm like, damn it. It's 830 in the morning. The last thing I want to do is a bunch of kickflips. I don't, I really don't want to do this. And I would yeah. like, and I, you know what I would do though? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, te- <laughs> I, I, I would, I would refuse to teach these little kids. I, I had these little kids come to me and they're like, I want to learn hard flips. And I'm like, guess what? I can't even do a hard flip. Next, and then and then a kid would, then a kid will come to me and say, like, "Well, I want to learn how to do tray flips." I'm like, "Well, mm, it's a little early. Let me see. Can you?" I was like, "I was like, well, what? I was like, where's your pop at?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, can you ollie this board?" And so I put my board up, you know, like height wise, and I'm like, "Let's see your pop. Like, can you ollie this?" And they couldn't even ollie a skateboard, one ply, right, one deck. And I was like, "Dude, I'm not gonna teach you how to tray flip. You can't even <laughs> ollie." You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Cause that was my program. My program was like, learn how to ollie good, then learn to kick flip, then learn to 180, then learn how to whatever. Like, there's a process to it." Sorry, yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting all fired up because I love it, kids. Dude. Well, these kids pissed me the fuck off because I'm like, "Dude, you can't even ollie this. Like, you don't have pop for a tray flip." Right. And that's when I was like, "No." And and kids were crying and crying to the head counselors. And I was the bad guy because I refused to teach the kid the tray flip.
1: (laughs) How about the drop-in, though? You were pretty good at teaching them the drop-in.
3: That's a whole nother – that's not even skill. That's just – Hesitation, lameness. That's just,
0: of, that's just commitment. No,
1: but can you tell some of the stories, dude? Because those are the funniest.
3: That will. There's just this one. <laughs> there's this one case of these kids where, like, it was. It's called. So it's called focus groups after skateboarding or after stretches and at skate camp, where you could focus on something. So, like, you go, okay, Kyle, go learn flat ground with Kyle. Uh, go skate the flat rail with Walker. Uh, half pipe with David. And so I would choose a half pipe, and then this is back when I was 18. So there was a vert ramp there. There was a 12-foot vert ramp at skate camp. And these two kids, I can't remember where they're from. I want to say they were in my cabin. They were like, I want to skate vert with you. Because like, I was on some vert hype. And I was like, dude, okay, let's do it. Like, they're like, I want to learn to drop in. I was like, all right, let's go. So we go to the half pipe. And um, I think focus group is like, seriously, it's an hour long. Just a little thing you do before breakfast or whatever. Or after breakfast. I can't remember. Anyway, these kids are just doing the hesitation mania just putting the board there oh i don't know i can't do it i'm like oh my god dude i was like dude just, just, you can do it like you did that one over there you did the eight footer like remember the eight footer this is just a little bit more it's a little faster they put the board there step off oh no i can't i can't do it. I was like, you do it johnny and then johnny tried no i can't do it and i'm like oh my god what the fuck like you just i'm serious i'm, I'm serious just like you're gonna do it if you don't hesitate you gotta just do it And they just they hesitate whole motherfucking hour goes by finally the bell rings i'm like oh okay well there's the bell and then they're like okay and they just do it both of them and i just like freaked out because i was like what the fuck was that what the was that a mind game wait what what are you doing like what what i was like what is it what It It just testing my like patience like i was (laughs) tripping because they they one kid just did it and then his buddy just followed him and did it And they just, I think they just left me up there and just started walking towards the cabin. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what just, what the hell just happened? What is going on? Like, I don't know. I freaked out.
1: I thought there was a, I thought there was a story of a kid like taking a a gnarly slam.
3: Oh, that was different too. Yeah. This other kid, he, this is on just like the other, this is on like the half pipe, smaller ramp, maybe like a four or five footer. And he was all juice to drop in. And he did the one where like, you know, you, you know, you put your tail on the, on the you're locked in on the drop in right your yeah. tail's on there and you keep putting your foot on and off you put on the bolts and you take it off kyle you know what i'm saying you put it on the bolts and you're all and you're on oh, no, i don't want to do it you take it off yeah you put on the bolts and then you're about to drop in you're all oh no no no. so then finally this kid's all all right i'm gonna do it and so he goes to put his front foot on the bolts and just completely misses <laughs> his whole board ah! and just fucking it, just like <laughs> but like but like but like stomps it so he like completely misses <laughs> like heel side like he went over heel flip and completely (laughs) completely misses his whole board and just like just doomsdays it and it's like i was like oh my god like how could you mess that up that bad concussion like was was it like like a head injury
0: or or what did he do do you remember
3: he well he had a helmet on i'm sure he's fine but like he just like totally backlashed it you know like he just cased it he went straight to flat like it was amazing probably probably
0: didn't warm up properly that's my guess
3: well, he wasn't doing this dynamic stretches, God you know. So I, I had to tell him, I was like, you know what, dude, in in about fifteen years, you're gonna need these stretches, and you'll be fine. <laughs> you, you'll you'll discover these stretches.
0: You're you're a camper. You're a camper and a uh, and a counselor at skate camp, right? Yeah, yeah. But I got to visit him when he was a a
1: counselor, and I I don't think there's ever been a more perfect role. But you know, you got it's that tough love kind of counselor. You know, Dave's not gonna be sugar. Sugarcoating and anything, and I I feel like I have a memory of watching it, and you just getting so psyched when they would slam, and I just always I always loved that, just like the
0: yes, <laughs> watch, yeah. I pictured watching him go down. I pictured Dave as a skate counselor, as he as a counselor with the kids, as he is friends with us. You know, like right. You know, like he'll he'll call you out on on your bullshit as a friend, and he'll yep. I'm assuming Dave, you definitely call kids out. On their bullshit when like they were blowing it and like they weren't like doing stuff right but then like if you if they did something cool like you'd give them uh you give them their props and they'd be psyched am
3: i am i right yeah i'm pretty sure i mean like i (laughs) for the most part that's that's my people i love them skater kids and but i was taught that way to not be a pussy. don't hesitate don't be don't question yourself like i don't i I feel like i had a, a decent sense of confidence when i was skating you know yeah. there's kids there's kids that really don't have that like that's like one thing you can't teach like can't mm-hmm. teach them be like yo be confident in yourself and just like go for it and, and and guess what like if you don't land it you're gonna eat shit and like you gotta be okay with that i i feel like like injury
2: yeah
3: is part of skating like so fucking much yeah you're, yeah. If you're not, you don't have to get injured but you're gonna slam or yeah. fall skating you're gonna yeah. fall nine ninety percent of the time 99.9% of the time you're not landing it and then that one time you land it. Am, am I wrong?
0: Yeah. So no you're right. Th-
3: that's what skating is and that's what I remember it is and a lot of the stuff that I did, you know, even when I was younger or even when I was the shuffle days or whatever like I battled almost every single clip I never got shit very quickly, I feel like. When that goes back to what we were talking about like the warm up like I would get mad warmed up by just trying stuff like that's by true. by time I landed a trick, I would be warmed up, and I'd be like, "Oh well, maybe I can get something else." in. depends on like how it is, you know, like yeah, it depends on wh- what's going down. But um, yeah. But
1: speaking of speaking of shuffle days and injuries, the yeah. the saga I did want to like go into a little bit was the elbow.
3: Oh uh, okay.
1: And can you give us a quick little breakdown on how that how that went down? Because that was yeah. Like, that was pretty gnarly, dude. i I've.
3: That was one of the first of our friends. I feel like that, like, had a really gnarly injury. Oh, um, you know, I think Austin's ACL was around the same time.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Austin tore his ACL around the same time because me and him were both injured buddies in all loopy on stuff, and we were healing together, you know. But my elbow, it happened twice. I think I, I think I broke it twice. The second time I obviously broke it off, but the first time was i was at the ob skate park and um this was back when you had to wear helmets and pads that's how freaking old i am i remember that and um so this is a while ago this is when i was 19 so fucking whoever they can do the math and um i was trying to just backside power slide the top of the pyramid they have there they have a pretty steep pyramid it's like it's a taller pyramid i want to say it's like a good maybe five foot pyramid four and a half like And I, what I would do to, it's like the start of the line. Like you, you run out and you smash down and you smash the pyramid and then you're off in the course, you know? And so what I would like to do, I'd like to backside power slide the top of the pyramid. And so I'd go as fast as I could and kind of just like get kind of like get low and like lightweight back power slide the flat top, you know? And this one time, I don't know what I was doing. It was early in the morning. There was maybe like four people there and I was just, Being like, I think I was, I could tell, I I think I was being cocky and I was just like had a weird feeling about it. And I went to do the back power slide, but I was too, I was standing too tall and I just stuck and flew straight all the way to flat off the top of the pyramid. So I was hauling ass. I fucking clipped the power slide and flew all the way back. And in doing so, I put my hand down, bruised my wrist, and then smashed my elbow. And it like, I think it fractured my elbow.
0: Damn, but you didn't know at the time. You just, probably power well, well, that, there.
3: Was, that dude that hurt so bad and i remember like also my back i fell on my lower back and i was all oh i was like oh my god someone ran up to me They're like Are you okay i was like dude i hit my back on the rail and i look up and, and, and the, the rail is like 20 feet over there and i'm all <laughs> i'm like i was like and i was like oh never mind never mind not the rail like i i didn't <laughs> know i didn't know what was going on and i hit my head a bunch but like i said i had the helmet on this dude came up to me. He's like, "Dude, thank God you had that helmet on," because I like uh, totally whiplashed my head like pretty bad. Um, but my elbow was like stuck, kind of like in a weird angle, and it had that piercing bone-breaking feeling. I don't know if you guys did you
0: broken. did you fall on your elbow or did you fall on your hand, but the stress went to the elbow.
3: Yeah, I like probably fell backwards. My hand landed first, and then as I fell back, my I fell on my elbow. You know? Wow, dude,
0: I don't remember that. Um, so that so that was a precursor to the next injury
3: yes okay damn. so that was i swear to god that's when it cracked because i remember it, it it like healed fine and i was able to like i felt fine about it like a couple months later i was doing yeah. push-ups and i you, just like i was like okay cool like i can you were doing like push-ups dave well i was doing push-ups to make sure i could like fall and catch myself oh, okay. you know All right. That's, that's how i that's how i I know i know i, I thought i thought
0: you were working out i thought you were working out dude i was like damn i don't remember dave yeah. ever working out
3: <laughs> no 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 not like not, not like that like i just i mean i do a couple push-ups to like make sure like I had upper body strength because I know, like I said, like, I'm always going to be falling. So
0: Yeah, you are testing anyway, it out.
3: So I was able to do push-ups and everything was fine. I just could tell like my elbow was like – it like moved a little bit. There's like a little ball inside of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then later, I was trying this trick and I just got – it was like an ollie, this little gap to a bank and then a, a drop.
2: Yep, so I remember.
3: I, I, had to clear, I, I had to clear like a five-foot gap through this crusty bank and then it dropped off like four feet so what happened is i fucking ollied and i caught the bank like just stuck and then went head over heels down the, off the drop and um i just I remember that very dips. well yes and this lockers got the slam it was a oh my it was, God, it was a so good, hard
0: to watch it was dude. a good
3: one dude it's... and it was dude i remember like just like taking the slam rolling it out and i'm immediately ivory light was right above me it was crazy i've never seen ivory move so fast it was awesome because he filmed it right yeah he but he was filming once he saw me dip it he just put the, he threw the camera down and went towards me because it was bad and he's so he went up to me he's like i was like i was like oh my god i was like i was fucked up and he's all he went through the list he's all is your neck broken i was all no he's like is your back broken <laughs> You know, like he, he was bad. dude. He's wow. like, he's going through the, he's going through the list. He's like, wow, dude, is your, is your back broken? And I was like, no, dude." like my ankles hurt from like rolling? I remember my ankles like slapping the asphalt. Yeah. yeah. I
1: was like, oh, was like, cause you on the way down. Cause you came down with so much weight that your ankle just went smack. Yeah.
3: They smacked like, like on
1: the roll. Yeah. yeah and they rolled it. So I
3: smacked my ankles and I was like, oh, my ankles hurt. And then he's all, well, what about your bad elbow? And I was like, oh shit. And so I put my Damn. hand down my forearm. I put my hand down my forearm and I like went to towards my elbow and my fingers like sunk into my arm because the end of my elbow completely fell off. It broke the, end, oh it broke the end of my elbow off. God. And so my fingers sunk into my arm, like inside my arm as I was, <laughs> as I was holding, like going to reach it or grab it. And I looked at ivory. I was like, it's gone. I was like, it's gone. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Cause at that point, I did not feel that one at all. So it was weird. The first one hurt like a bitch. The second one, when I broke it off, I must've just been adrenaline out or something, yeah. but Shocked I out. did not feel that one at all. Wow. It was crazy.
0: Weird. Was it just you and Ivory and it, on the session or who else was there? Um, Jimmy cow was on it. Cause I've Jimmy cow, Jimmy. Clips. Yep.
3: Jimmy cow was there. Jimmy Cow. Pa- Jamie Palmore and then this other dude, I can't remember his name. He was, um, I can't remember where he's from. So there was like five of us out there. So a part of that um, mess, the elbow mess though, Kyle, this is where you'll come into phase, phase two. Yeah. I never did any physical therapy for You got the cast, right? So I got a soft cast. No, but
1: hold up. Can we back up because I distinctly remember there being a period of time where you didn't do shit but self, like, just get baked and like try to just chill.
3: No, no, no. So, okay, before surgery, I had to get insurance because it would have been expensive as fuck. And um, I waited a month and a half with my elbow broken like that in my arm
1: with his ink with his elbow like gone right. Wow. Yes, completely detached
3: because I didn't have insurance, and so I finally got my insurance to clear through my work like it. I, I don't remember what was going on. Panera Bread? Yeah, oh, yeah. Panera Bread lifestyle. <laughs> and uh, so something happened where it just it needed to clear, and it took me a while. But I, I went back to work. I was making them sandwiches like nobody's business.
0: Oh, wow. I don't <laughs> like, think I knew that.
3: Yeah. I, so I, I was completely like, I just knew it was fucked because I remember like Andy grabbing...
0: Damn, I bet Walker... I, I bet I bet those are some sloppy ass sandwiches, just one arm. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't know how it was happening like i was like i remember i remember the incident i remember
1: like seeing it and i was like how are you just like going back to work with this dude it was your your arm
0: isn't attached wow dude i didn't i didn't know you had that i didn't know you had that gap between the injury and surgery sorry go on so
3: well it was just bad and like i remember before like you know andy would grab my lower arm he'd grab my lower forearm do you guys hear me Yeah, they lose you. No, no, you're there
2: talking.
1: So
3: he'd grab my forearm and he grabbed my upper arm and he would like he was able to like move it, like pop it out, like you're like move the fucking wow. It was bad and I was like, dude, I'm I'm so fucked. Like this is so fucked. So finally I go to the hospital after I and then the doctor took the X-rays and he's like, dude, you should be in way more pain. I he's like, I can't believe you're moving your arm like this and you need surgery like this week. We gotta go in there and, and open you up we had to take out all that scar tissue that built up between your bones. That's why you're able to move your bones mm-hmm. because you have scar tissue in between. So they went in there and like, they, they fucked me up and they cleaned it all out. And Dave, do you remember, it was gnarly. The,
0: do you remember what your official injury was? Did you break your elbow plus dislocator or do you remember? Or?
3: Um, no, no dislocation. Okay. okay. Cause, cause I was able to move it. I was able to move. I had pretty much full range going into surgery yeah um so just the tip seriously like the tip of my elbow probably the last like inch was broken was all, was broken off yeah floating
0: so do they put hardware um, in there they, did they put metal in, in the elbow
3: yeah i got a big bolt that goes like all the way through from the back you know like through my in my bone marrow
0: damn so you
1: so you're there can- right they, that's yeah. not something you take out that's like that's no yeah.
3: that they're not taking it's not a plate it's a bolt
1: has it ever gone off for security? No.
3: Does it that, go off?
0: No, I don't, that's too
3: deep. No, in there. that stuff. Yeah. I don't think that's that's how that shit works.
0: Yeah. But so you're um, you cast you casted up afterwards?
3: Yeah. So I was in a soft cast for probably six to eight weeks, you know. And um, when they took it off finally, and she took off my staples, my arm was just frozen, you know, at like a 90 degree. Yeah. And I was like, um, oh, and I looked at the nurse, I was like, all right, sweet, like what now? And she's like, "Okay, well now you use your other arm to move it up and down, back and forth." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What?" And I and I grabbed it and it was just stiff as a fucking rock. Dude, it didn't move from the 90 it position. It was stuck, right? I was just it was totally stuck and I was like yeah. I was like, "Oh, sweet. Great. This is great." <laughs> and so I just I just I just I left there. I never talked to my doctor again. Yeah. I didn't have I didn't have any follow-up maybe because I didn't want to pay or something. Yeah. But they didn't, ref- they didn't refer me to physical therapy. Nothing.
0: Are you sure they didn't refer you? Or did you just choose not to go?
3: So that's, y- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. The more I think about this, because I definitely, I refused to pay because I had no money. Yeah. So yeah. I, I de- I may- maybe I did block their number. Like I just didn't pick <laughs> it up. So that, okay. That makes more sense. But regardless, <laughs> I, I didn't, regardless to the the truth, I didn't have, physical therapy and i did it on my own right
0: what'd you do and so
3: i moved it with my other hand i and it was like it was like a millimeter at a time up towards my chest away from my so body you
0: bent it you straightened it like just back and forth yes but uh.
3: for a long time it was stuck at like a crooked elbow
0: yeah you
3: know like um who's got the crooked elbow?
0: Like childress elbow
3: yes exactly he's got that crooked elbow and a lot of skaters i'm sure have them from elbow injuries and you remember Simon?
0: pre Simon? Yeah, of course. Yep, he's got a crooked elbow. Simon had just the worst elbow injury you could imagine, and, and he he went to physical therapy like three, four times a week. And after his injury and surgery, like he couldn't quite get his uh his range of motion back. Yeah, he, he had a tough one. So yeah, but anyways. Dave, I, yeah. So Dave, well, i What's up? How, did you with your self care, your self PT, were you able to get your range of motion back?
3: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like it w- it started to move and it started to loosen up, but it got to a point where it was stuck at that crooked elbow face. Like Damn. maybe, you know, maybe like 80% there. Right. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is, this is rough. Like it will not go past there. And then I just remember like what I would do. I just get, like you said, I'd get stoned and drunk and just fuck <laughs> with it. And, and one, <laughs> one night, one night, just get all fucked up, like fucking with it. I was just like this fucking thing. And I remember just pulling on it. Like, Oh, you bastard! All of a sudden, it's all <laughs> douche, and it just fucking popped and like popped free. Like it, like broke the cartilage free, and all of a sudden, boom! I had oh, full damn.
0: range. Wow! Whoa! Bullshit!
3: You have full range I, right now. I pretty much have full range. Wow! Compared to like okay. a, compared wait, to like, a crooked, wait. Ugly, all for right for sure. All right, let me
0: see. Let me see both. Can you do this? So I can... let me see the other one.
3: So that's that one, and then. Wow. I mean, this one might this one might go a little more vertical or whatever, but yeah. it's straight up it's straight up cracked like that it is, just like pop, dude, p- pop the shit.
0: That's pretty much full range. Like I I was going to say I was going to dude, Dave, I was good I was just about to make an example out of you like you this is why you have to go to physical therapy after an elbow r- injury because the elbow joint compared to other parts of the body, it stiffens up a ton after either surgery or injury, like you really have to like keep that joint moving, otherwise it stiffens up forever. But uh is it because can you explain it, why? Yeah, what was your question gonna be, Dave?
3: Um, is it because they put it in a 90? Because I know that like when you have a leg injury, they put your legs straight, right? And and that prevents that because I I'd imagine your elbow is like your knee, it's in a socket, it's um it can be stiff. It's like when you sit in a chair for too long stand up your fucking knees stiff yeah so what they did with my elbow they made it they made me put it out at 90 and then that became the hardest thing to do is to get it out of the 90 into a straight position yeah um and it's kind it's so why is that like what why is I mean, the arm different than like the leg
0: i i don't want to go into too much detail but the elbow joint is unique in that it stiffens up more easily compared to other joints of the body. So you really got to be on top of it after a surgery or an injury. Otherwise it stiffens up like chronically, like with, uh, with the hip or the shoulder, like other parts of the body, you, after major surgeries, they have you just kind of rest it for a long period of time and then you stretch it out. But with, with the elbow, like they'll have you start stretching that thing out like pretty quickly, even while the shit is still healing. Um, just so it doesn't like get locked up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. dude, Dave props, props to you, Dave. And so what do you, what do you think he broke through
1: in that drunken push? Like what is, what is happening there? Is it a bunch of cartilage or like,
3: yeah, something, something was preventing me from going further.
0: I mean, I think, I think, I think he just kind of broke through some scar tissue and and it freed up the elbow enough to, to get his range of motion back. Wow so was scar so, tissue just
3: is that so, is it. that is that something that usually a physical therapist would try and do cuz
0: yeah like if you if you officially went to physical therapy they would they would use their like their techniques to like loosen it up like you know gradually um to the point where you had your full range of motion but i mean i hate i hate to give you credit dave but <laughs> you're fucking yourself uh, physical therapy was enough to get your uh your elbow back back to full range of motion yeah well i mean
3: i, I remember talking to you about this before kyle and I, I like i think you said it like where you know people they move it and you get you get close and then that last part of it is the hardest part to get through and a lot of times people just give up because it it is fucking frustrating and you're like yeah dude why is it why is it just stuck at this fucking t-rex arm like yeah you look you, you feel like a dinosaur and you're just like and that's why I remember, like, I remember getting drunk and stoned and being like, kind of, kind of pissed about it, like a vengeance, like, dude, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck this fucking arm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm cranking on this thing. If I break it again, then I don't give a shit. Like, I yeah. was cranking on it to get it um, to break free, you know. So this is, this, I just, wow. I, this is yeah, kind of what I remember.
0: This is kind of what Dave did. Like sometimes uh, they'll do this with certain uh, injuries like if you have it's called a frozen shoulder where your shoulder just stiffens up like severely and a lot of times they'll try to do physical therapy to try to loosen it up but a lot of times it doesn't loosen up so they'll do uh they'll do a manipulation under anesthesia so they'll put you under Whoa! they'll knock you out and then they'll just manipulate it like do some aggressive like manipulation to to free it up Wow, um, and that's how that's how they try. It's, it, it doesn't work very well, um, but that's how they try to to treat something like that. And Dave kind of just did a, a a version of that. He blocked out a he, brute version of it, you know, he, just like a very he got hammered. He blocked out. He put himself under uh,
3: anesthesia. Yeah, I put I to myself,
0: and then he just fucking like just just you know broke that shit up. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I swear I, to God. Hey, I remember, wait, wait, you guys, you guys. I just want to make a disclaimer. I don't condone doing this at all ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> wow, Dave, it worked for you. I don't know how that happened.
3: Yeah, I yeah. mean, I I know you're not going to say that's that I'm I'm good and I did the right <laughs> thing. That's fine cuz I I but I just I remember being aggressive about it cuz it was like pissing me off and it was like I like you said I was just Under the influence enough to where I just was aggressively just going for it, and I was like, "Yeah, and dude, cranking on my fucking arm like that, you know."
0: And and what happens is a lot of times people are scared to, you know, really be aggressive with the stretching, and then it just stays like stiff for forever. Because I'd imagine
1: if you'd been through some trauma of a break and just not, you know, you don't want to do it again. You're everything's scary. You're you're scared to hurt
0: it or damage it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah.
0: man i love that dave for some reason i didn't realize you got your full range of motion back dave
3: yeah i'm pretty pretty much there i i don't think it's it's not crooked like that the uh, way it was like in the way i've seen others you know
1: and to think of that that level of break and the wait time like i it's a it's so incredible you're good but like, you know but like that's one that, yeah. yeah like a month and a half or however long that was that's oh, you mean yeah. after
0: after the injury and before the surgery? Yeah, to yeah. so have
1: that that's, long of a of a, and just to be okay. I mean, those are the stories that you hear. Like,
0: I waited too long to get surgery, and then I got.
3: That's That's what happened to me. And that's probably why it was so bad. And I, I, it's my stuff still hurts though. Like, I cannot do. I can't lift heavy with it. Like, if I overuse it, it swells up gnarly because I have nerve damage in there like i I am pretty fucked up on other things because I waited so long, you know, yeah, but um definitely though, like I said, I went from eighty percent range of motion from eighty to a hundred in one push, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's what that was that breakthrough, mm-hmm. as you call, it, or I would say like I did a I went seriously from eighty percent to a hundred percent, like it was it, it was just like opening a door, you know what I'm saying so yeah. once i once I broke through that it was like night and day I was, I was just able to move it I was like oh my god what the hell is that like yeah it it was really weird and that's like I said like that's that phase where because like before that it really is like an inch at a time you're 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 gaining an inch in every direction like throughout weeks of time you're not gaining that much mm-hmm. and so by the time you get to 80 percent range of motion you're over it you're like dude <laughs> am I is, is this for real like it was a it was extremely frustrating i remember like yeah yeah to get it back to the way it was you know
1: it, tell tell us what happened after with because you said that you just stopped picking up their phone calls and you just walked out of the hospital yeah yeah you took the surgery what what happened next because that to me is like the funniest part of this saga
3: well are you talking about when they garnished my wages is that funny to you okay so uh, um okay cool uh so it's not funny it's just it's insane
1: that that's possible
3: yeah i mean this is what they do with a lot of collection agencies and and when you can't pay for your surgery whatever so what ended up happening this was when i was in san diego i broke it during the shuffle movement and whatnot and then i eventually moved back home you know a couple years later and um i got a job and so what okay i'll back it up like I couldn't afford to pay them. And my after my insurance, I really didn't owe that much. I really think it was only like 1500 bucks. I don't know how or something like that. Maybe it was a couple thousand. I can't remember. I knew it was cheap compared to what it would have been without uh, insurance. Right. Um, anyway, I was just like pissed off. I was like, dude, why are you guys hounding me? I obviously am injured. You guys just saw me with a broken arm. You guys fucked me up. I, I can't pay. I don't have money. So I kept just denying their phone call and it was kind of like out of spite. I was like, why are you guys fucking with me? I don't, I'm not working right now. Like leave me alone. Oh, well, yeah. can you make a, can you make a payment plan? No, I can't do anything. I can barely even pay rent. I have like a couple months of recovery. Like, what are you talking about? I was out for like six months from that shit. Yeah. Like before I even went back to work. And so I was pissed off. And then I, so anyway, next chapter in life, I finally come back up North and I started working and after about a year of working, they found me. And they found that I was making over a certain amount of money per two weeks. Damn. And one day, I just got a phone call. I got a phone call to come back to the back office and talk to the office ladies. And they're like, yeah. So, we got this call from this collection agency and it's from some surgery you had in San Diego. And I was like, oh, fuck. And they're like, yeah. So, we need to garnish your wages. We need to garnish 25% of your wages until you pay this off wow Holy and i was like shit. that's oh, why they took a quarter fuck. of it i was hoping i was yeah i couldn't
1: remember 20, what it was if it was like five percent or ten i thought it was like ten or something small but like
3: that's... i'm pretty sure it was at 25 of my wages it was during the summertime when i was gonna be making a little bit more yeah. and i was just like oh my god i was like yep do it like i had no other <laughs> i had either, either that or i quit that job and keep running and j- <laughs> just like let them fucking let them find me so yeah, I, I'm glad you thought that was funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I did. I didn't think it was funny. I just couldn't. Re- I honestly couldn't believe it. It was the first time I realized like the reaches of collections agencies could like find you in that way. You know, like
3: yeah, hey. it was crazy. But um, I was gonna
0: ask uh, what which one was harder to come back from um the the elbow injury or your ankle injury?
3: Um, I mean, obviously, I think my ankle's is uh, worse of an injury.
0: That was a it's, bad one.
3: It's, it's still, like, fresh. It's only been, like, three years, and it hurt. It's stiff. It's still fucked up. But I think my mindset going into my ankle injury is different than my mindset when I was 19. Like, Walker said, like, you know, there's some trauma there for your first surgery. One of my first major breaks, like, I've, I've broken a few bones, but, like, this was one where they're, like, you're really fucked up. You need to have surgery. There's going to be a lot of time off, you know, like. It was hard for me to get back from that. And I was trying something gnarly. like That fucked with me mentally, I feel like, the, yeah. the elbow one.
0: Yeah.
3: And so this ankle, this ankle one was disgusting. Kyle was there.
0: What happened? Tell us what happened.
3: So I, oh my God. I was trying to switch front pop shove the pyramid at the skate park. And it's the oh, smallest. Oh, no,
0: I remember this. And yeah. And hey, it's the smallest. that was smallest, a good trick, Dave. It was
3: a good trick. All right. And I had it, the worst part about it is I stuck it twice, didn't roll away. And then the pyramid's small. It's just like a two, two and a half foot flat bottom pyramid. Doesn't matter, whatever. So (laughs) I'm, I fucking, I missed my pop. Like I went to pop shove it front pop shove and I just completely ghost popped it. But my body went like probably a foot or two over where my board was. Like I just totally missed the pop. And so I was like, oh shit, ghost popping it. And I, so I tried to kick away, get it, get it away from me. And I ended up just kicking it into like another shove it right below me. And I landed on it like a fucking banana peel at that point, and kind of just like slipped on it and like sat on my leg. Like I sat backwards on my leg in a weird like pretzel kind of way, you know. And in doing so, I dislocated my ankle outward and broke my tip, my fibia the smaller yep. bone in my leg
0: fibula broken and the whole ankle just dislocated i i filmed i filmed a trick i was there it was insane i can't believe yeah. you happened to be there kyle yes
3: and and that was another Ugh. one but dude this is crazy shit where this was another one where the the feeling the pain was not there i heard the pop and i knew i like fucking landed weird i remember i was like i was like i was like oh dude i heard the pop i looked at kyle and i was like Oh, th- oh dude i think i broke my leg
2: yeah i was
3: like, oh, I think I, broke- I think i broke my leg and i look i looked down and we looked at my ankle and it was just like dangling like sideways yeah. it was fucked up now they were all oh uh, yep i was like i was like let's get out of here
2: yeah <laughs> like another yeah, so, another,
3: uh, another one of those where you look at it you're just like let's go it's hey like, wait wait because because well you know you know the pain's coming yeah but at that moment you're just like you're, you're still in, in shock, shock. And you you have adrenaline pumping and I just knew, I was like, well, this, this, I don't know what's going on here, but this looks really bad.
2: Yeah. So and I didn't
3: know if it was my, I didn't, I didn't know if it was a dislocation. I, I personally thought both my bones were snapped, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. It was a really, that was a really scary one, but there's, I must have just had a different mindset where I was like, dude, whatever, let's just go to the hospital. And this, this is totally fucked.
0: I was not the one that got injured, but I felt like I was in a state of shock. Like I did get injured. I remember both Dave and I were like really weirdly calm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but in my mind yeah. I was like freaking out. Like, Holy shit. What just happened? Like, this did you is... take him to the hospital? Yeah. So we put Dave in, uh, Michael Norman's trunk <laughs> yeah. or his, the back of his Subaru. Um, so yeah. he, could yeah. sp- so he could keep his legs straight and kind of, uh, in a good position. And then we drove him straight, straight to the hospital. And, uh, Fuck. yeah, yeah, so you, did you? I forget. Did you have a surgery right away, or did they wait a few days?
3: Um, they they waited like four days. Like it, it was cool. I had it on my birthday, so that was nice. And that was present. on your sur-
0: surgeries on your birthday, or the injuries on your birthday?
3: Uh, the surgery. Wow. Yeah. But that was something that was like, yeah, like by time. So like we we rushed to the hospital. Mike, like he, you know, he was he freaked out too. He like ran away. and was like calling the, you know, ambulance and they they told him, they're like, well, don't you want to ask, does your friend want an ambulance? Like you should probably ask him if he needs one. Yeah. And he's, and he's, and he's all, oh shit. You're right. So he came back and I was like, well, dude, can't you just give me a ride? Like I was pretty, I was calm. You know, I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't want to spend money on an ambulance. Like, you guys can just take me like, I know I'm You're sorry. Like, I know me. about
1: how, I know how these collection agencies. Yeah. You, yeah, I'm yeah. Over
3: that. <laughs> well, I was just like, dude, I was like, I know I ruined the session and I'm like, you know, I ruined this, the time. But like, I was like, can't you just give me right up there? And cause I knew I was like, I have a window of time where it's like, this doesn't hurt. Before and, the um, it hurt end, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean like it hurt, but it was just kind of a weird numbing. And so they got me up there. I got to the, Oh God. Okay. So this was a bad experience. So, I I show up with the crooked ankle on the wheelchair. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't know what this we didn't touch it because we didn't know, you know, like yeah. If Kyle, if Kyle knew it was a dislocation, I bet Kyle could have just put it back in place.
0: No, I couldn't. Uh, but thank you, Dave. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Thanks for believing in me. Any, okay.
3: If you, anyway, so anyway, I get to the I get I get to the hospital. They they get me into a you know the death booth as fast as they can. I'm I'm in there waiting, and this nurse comes in and she's like. She looks at it and just like gives me that look, right? She's just like, she must've been new. She's hella fidgety. She's, 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 she's she's, like fucking stupidly uh, fidgety, like shaky. She's like, um, okay. So, um, I got to take your shoe off. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And she starts, (laughs) so she's, so she starts cranking on my shoe, like on my crooked fucking foot. And I wear like these vans. My vans are laced tight, you know? I'm like, oh, I was like, lady, what are you doing? (laughs) stop it i was like will you undo my laces she's like oh okay sure for sure i'm sorry (laughs) and so so she starts like so she undoes my laces yeah loosens my shoe up takes my shoe off i'm like oh my god thank god and like (laughs) but, but like even before this she went to grab a pillow for me and like dropped the pillow like two times i'm like what is this lady doing here anyway so 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 she finally gets my shoe off i'm like oh my god that was what are you thinking and then so it's my sock time she starts peeling my sock down (laughs) my 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 crooked ankle and i'm like lady i was like what are you i was like don't you have any scissors like you're really gonna roll my tight fucking sock all the way down my foot She's like, you're oh, probably, no.
0: shit's probably swelling up
3: too. It's probably oh, like. Oh, dude, but it's like sideways, dude. I was
0: there at this point and I, you could feel Dave's like pain kicking in and therefore his stress levels going up. Like it was, it was, all, everything was starting to amp up, but yeah, go ahead. Dave.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, I was just like, I was like, dude, I am, I'm not a nurse, but I know that you're an idiot and this is not, <laughs> this is not the fuck, this is not the way you're about, you should go about this. So she's like, "Oh, you're right." So she got the scissors and cut my sock off, and like, and then I was like, "Okay, you you can leave now, please leave." And then I was just there with my ankle sideways, and then they're like, "So, so what ended up happening that they had to check my blood to make sure I was okay to be be knocked out because the the nurse that finally showed up, the doctor, she's like, "Okay, why well, I, I need to put your ankle back in place? It's dislocated, but without knowing your body, you're really tight right now, and it's gonna be hard for me." She's like, "I'm little." You don't realize that your body's tense right now. So what I'm going to do is knock you out, give you anesthesia. So your body goes limp and then I'll put it back in place. So that's what they ended up doing, but they had to, they had to wait a while because they had to check my blood and make sure I was okay to be knocked out. And, but they they did that.
0: They did that. And then they did the surgery afterwards,
3: right? Like a couple days later. Yeah. But that was the initial, like, yeah, they wanted to get it back in place. And so they, um, they knocked me out and put it back in place. And it was like a night and day relief. Like, I, like you said, Kyle, like after you guys left, I was starting to feel it because they stopped giving me morphine too to knock me out. So I was like coming down from the morphine high or the feel, like the, the painkillers. And I was like, yo, I was like talking to this guy. I was like, yo, what are you guys doing? Like, he's like, oh, well, we're just waiting for a couple more, you know, tests. And I was like, well, you guys need to do this shit now. Like, this needs to go down now. This is hurt. Or give me some more morphine. I don't, yeah. I don't care what order it is, but like, This is hurting ridiculous once they waited, you know, and then, so, so by the time they knocked me out and then I woke up, I was, I felt so much better. It was, it was insane.
0: No, I remember that was, that was a, that was a crazy day. I'll, I'll never forget that day. And I didn't, I didn't have the injury. I was just there. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So that was a gnarly one. And, but like I said, so, but coming from a different injury this time, I actually did have physical therapy which yeah. is cool.
0: I was going to say this, when you came back from the ankle injury, you were, you were much more serious and strategic as far as like, you know, doing your exercise, doing your physical therapy, coming back from it.
1: Were you giving him the exercises? No,
0: Dave, no, no Dave, Dave went to uh to physical therapy locally, but he yeah. would call Kyle, me like, he would call me like three times a week just to talk about his ankle for like what a year.
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, like in, in the, in the very beginning, like you kind of like stiffed me. And I know that's just like part of your practice. Like you're not really supposed to treat your friends or family, you know? And I remember asking you questions about my ankle. I was like, yo, what are you? And I could tell you were like put on a, uh, an act. You're like, Oh, well, dude, really, you know, maybe you like, uh, and I was like, like Oh, okay. I was like, okay. All right, Dave, I was like, cu- let's yeah, stop yeah, yeah.
0: right there. I stiffed you no, or no. I just told you to, to listen to what your physical therapist said.
3: You were very hesitant to talk to me on some real shit. And I was like, Kyle, "Kyle, what are you doing? I was like, what are you doing? I could tell your voice. I was like, Kyle, don't talk to me like a patient. Talk to me as one of your best friends that you've traveled the world with, that you've seen what I'm capable of. You've seen me and what I can do. How fucked am I? Like, I wanted your honest opinion, and it was hard for you to give to me because you thought, I was going to sue you or some Shit. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking, but you were definitely like being hesitant with me. And I was like, Kyle, be honest with me, dude. And you finally did. You're like, Dave, you really fucked your shit up. You are going to be needing to do this. You need to do that. Listen to your people. That's pretty much all you said, but that's okay. all I wanted from you. I just, I just wanted you to tell me what was up. Cause that's, I was curious. I was like, dude, what the fuck just happened? You know, like, what did I do? And I wanted you to tell me. So I thought you were my friend. I thought.
0: But hey, to, to your uh, uh hey Dave, I am your friend.
1: I like <laughs> no, that no. finally I like that finally Kyle's in the hot seat now and he gets to be the questionable best friend. Cause I'm usually the questionable best friend. I'm like, you know, I'm always yeah. committing uh, you know, friendship uh perjury. Perjury or I'm always committing some kind
0: of friendship fatal mistake.
3: Uh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, I forgot I forgot Kyle Dibby like that.
0: Yeah, so, now Dave but, Dave. Like, I think once you, whatever answer I eventually gave you, like, or or for whatever reason, like you, like the first, I mean the whole time, but the first two months, especially like you took your recovery seriously. Like you stopped smoking, no drinking. Like you like did you, like you did your exercises. Like you're, you were good about your, uh, your rehab for the most part. Wouldn't you say? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was going to say like, I, I really, um, I did and I took it like personal because, when i went through the physical therapy here you know i dealt with all these other naysayers not saying that not saying ah. you're a naysayer but like <laughs> sorry but like but like these 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 other these other fuckers that i you know and they were really good people there's these two i can't remember their names now fuck it was like jackie and this other dude and they're were, they're were really cool they had warren. different styles each of them warren yeah
0: warren was a pt assistant yeah they had
3: their different styles but like right away, like they, I took my cat, my like soft cast off or whatever. And my, my ankle is just like purple and stiff as fuck. And it, it looks dead. Yeah. And the first thing I asked is, is, um, so when do you think I'll be able to skate and stuff? And right away they're all, Oh, well, <laughs> this is, uh, you're not going to, um, I don't know what to say, <laughs> but like, and I'm just like, and I looked at them, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, Oh, never mind, You like, you guys don't know. You don't even know what, a skateboard is you don't even know who i am what i've i've you know like i don't know i just feel like i've done i've hurt myself a lot i've rolled my ankles a hundred times since i started skating i broke my ankle when i was younger and didn't even know it like i was just like dude i was like never mind just give me the exercises <laughs> and get the fuck out of my way because yeah, i but, knew hey, i was
0: hey but stop right there dave you went back to physical therapy you went in twice a week for as many visits as insurance would allow yes, like
3: you like you i put in did your i I did. Even though well, in I'm, your
0: mind, you were like, fuck you guys. Like you actually like went in and did your shit.
3: No, 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 Okay. So what I'm, when I, what I meant by saying fuck you is mean. that's just my mindset in my back of my mind. I was like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to ask you guys any hard questions. I'll do what you, I'll be treated like a normal yeah. and just treat me, treat me like a normal. And I talked to, I'll
0: save the hard questions for Kyle.
3: Yeah. And I was just, I'm here talking to you, Kyle. Like I probably should explain to them like, well, Hey, Yes, I'd, I, I want to learn. I want to be able to walk again and go to work. But also, I like to skateboard. Here's what I do. This is the level I like to do it at. Like, what can we do to get me back to this level? And I never yeah. did that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the time, like I've talked to you about, is that um, you're all, would you have done more visits in the beginning or towards the end? And I did more visits in the beginning than at the end. It was twice a week in the beginning. And then it was once a week at the end and for the first couple visits in the first, like, uh, maybe first, I I couldn't walk for three months. So for the first three months, there was no weight bearing exercises. Right. And the first three months were straight up just the same shit you would do with a rolled ankle. Oh, wiggle your toes. Can you do the ABCs? Okay. Grab the band, flex it. That's like, are you fucking serious? Like I can do all this at my house. Yeah. And I did, but um, none of that was really that amazing. And then three months later, I walked in there. They're like, you can walk it. You can wear a shoe or a boot, whatever feels good. I was like, I'm down to wear a shoe. I walked in there. They're like, oh, cool. Well, let's start doing weight-bearing exercises. And once I started doing weight-bearing exercises, that's when I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like balancing and throwing the ball. Like there's just certain things I was like, this is the type of shit I should have been paying attention to, to more or took more seriously, like doing that type of shit, you know? or you said that's where I should have been there twice a week.
0: Yeah. You, yeah. You told me and I, 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 cause I know you had like limitations as far as how many visits you had for, uh, for your injury. And I told Dave, and I think this is a good, um, this is like a good thing to think about if you're a skater, like going through any injury and you have insurance, um, issues like w- with a lot of injuries you have, let's say you have an ankle injury or a knee injury or whatever, uh, an elbow injury. A lot of times insurance will give you 20 PT visits for your injury, and that's it. You're capped out after that. So I told Dave, like, dude, Dave, early on, like, get what you need from from your PT visits early on and be really good with your home program, but you're going to see, like, at the end, like, you know, month three, four, five, like, when you're going from like just being able to walk to being able to fully skateboard, that's when you need the most help, you know? Um, yeah. So like, uh, it's, it's a good thing to think about, like save some of your PT visits for when you're trying to really get pushed to that next level to get back to skating. And I forget, were you able to, uh, save some of those visits or were you kind of hurting towards the end as far as insurance? This,
3: this, this was a question you asked me later when it was all said and done you asked me like given, cause like you said, you, you get like 30 visits or something or 60 cause it's every, it's every week. It's every week for months. I was out for,
0: you out for at least five, six months.
3: I was out of work for five, 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 five months. Yeah. Yeah. And so I couldn't walk. I, and I, but I couldn't walk or do any weight bearing exercise for the first three months. And that's, you asked me later, I'm like, yeah, those first three months I should have just gone once a week. Just to check in and be like, are you doing your ADCs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, do you know, that, that stuff, it seems so stupid to me. Because just because, like I said, being skaters, we've hurt our ankles before. So we're used to, like, bringing your ankle back to life. What do yeah. you do? You, just, you kind of just wiggle it around. And you know, like, that's all you can do at that point. And so I knew, I was like, dude, I should have I done more lessons later just to yeah. get that like strength back and my full flexibility and all that could, stuff. Cause I don't have that. You could have, have
0: used more, you could have used more guidance later on as opposed to very early on is what you're saying.
3: Yes. That's yeah. what I, at least for me. And, yeah. but I feel like a lot, a lot of injuries like that, like post-surgery injuries, you, the first couple months, you, you can't do much. Like that's yeah. not when I feel like physical therapy is that um, important at that point. Right, because it's such th- those are such little baby steps, but it's it's yeah. the last two months, like you said, of recovery that make more sense that are important to like, yeah. uh, like you said, strengthening it, muscle growth, like flexibility. Those happen so much more towards the end of the the um, injury, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, but also like that's also not necessarily for you but for a lot of other people going through a, a surgery or a big injury like when you're when you're most hurt that's kind of when you're the most vulnerable and that's sometimes when you do spend too much money on insur- you know healthcare and insurance and stuff like that in person yeah.
1: visits and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah so that's partly on us as physical therapists to be like all right no you know know your patient, know their situation, know their, you know, know their insurance, all those types of things. And, and, you know, plan and strategize like, all right, Dave, like you had this many visits for your, you know, for this injury. Like I know you're in a lot of pain right now. You got a boot on your foot. Um, your shit swollen and black and blue, but it's going to get better. I promise you like do these exercises, do them consistently, um, do them diligently, but just come in once a week or once every 10 days and, you know, like it's going to get better. And then once you're to the point where you can walk and you can put weight on your ankle and you can do more, you the, uh, the surgeon clears you for more stuff. Yeah. Then come in twice a week and we can do all the, um, all the exercises that are going to actually get you prepared for getting back to, to skating. So that's like partly on us, like as physical therapists to, to recognize that and be, and be better with that. Don't you think?
3: Yeah, I, I, think that, I think that would have been tight to have someone say that because like, I, didn't, I didn't know any better and I didn't even know I was in the position to make that call like, hey, can I, come just, can I just come in once a week and save it? Like, it would have been nice because, like I said, going to physical therapy, I, I thought it was a really cool experience because of the knowledge. There was, I did learn some um, stuff there. Mm-hmm. I learned um, exercises later. But I go in there for the first three months – and sit on a table where the dude is just is cranking on my foot moving around while I'm looking at all these toys. They got all the jumping stuff, they got the weights. It's like cool, like I don't have access to that stuff. So but I have access to a fucking stretchy band and yeah. moving my foot like so right. I need I needed to utilize what they have you guys have your your knowledge and your tools that I wasn't able to. Yeah. Which yeah. is is my my and I don't think it's my bad, but that's just what happened. I realized later, I was like, damn, I should have. You guys had the trampolines. You had the weights, the balls, like all the good stuff that I, I don't have at home. And I should have utilized that later on to help um, me recover a little bit. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not fucked from it. Like my shit's fine. And when I skate, I, I really rarely feel like I just don't have much. I don't have full range of motion. I don't have like the, a certain flexibility to it other than that it's fine so i'm not like i'm not like oh fuck those guys at all i just just know like i just know looking back i should have done it different like it would have been nicer to do it different you know
0: yeah you you felt like you would have had a smoother transition back to skating if you could have gone in more times you know at months three four and five as opposed to you know one and two right
3: yeah i just just think it would have been better use of my my hours there you know what i'm saying like yep you're right like you said you only you, you only have a certain amount of hours with those people yeah. it, it my my hours would have been better spent towards the end yep. so yeah, yeah that's it um, and um like i said i'm not i'm not cursing them i'm not like oh you guys fucked me up like it's it's nothing like that i'm just sure i just look at i look at it as an outside perspective now i'm like that's what i would have done different yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, they, they took good care of you. They're they're good therapists there, but no, I I, I get that.
3: But like you said, that's something for you as a, as, as a doctor to like- To keep in mind. Keep in mind, but also help like your patients. Like know, know your patient. Like, hey, yep. so a lot of this you can do at home. I think it's best that you just come in, like you said, once a week or once every 10 days and um, help them with your knowledge, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job, and I don't think you want to do my job. So,
0: you don't think I could do your job, Dave?
3: And nobody wants Walker's job. Professional skater.
0: <laughs> how many days would I last at your current job, Dave?
3: How many days would you last?
0: Yeah, three.
3: Uh, dude, you'd be fine, dude. Just fucking put a bunch of chew in your mouth like everybody else does, and just get <laughs> after it, cowboy. <laughs> you really
1: think so? You think he'd hang? Although i don't think he I, has he I has worked some fishing. you have worked some fishing boats yeah, Alaska, I was, yeah which, which I did I a fishing job like twelve years like. ago but
0: you know that was <laughs> no, ca- that was a long time ago.
3: I'm doing this construction job and it's a lot of like it, it's like rock work and grading and numbers and you gotta be on your mathematical skills. So I don't know how good you are.
1: You got the math going,
3: dude? I got it figured out, but it's still it's still hard and it's like learning elevations and there's a lot of math to it, so depends on how smart you are, Kyle. Yeah,
0: I'm uh, I'm smart in certain areas, but you know, with in the in the construction uh world, I'd I'd be a novice for sure. It's all good, <laughs> dude. Dave, you you're you're kind of a natural. I I mean, don't you might have to co-host this thing, dude. You could take <gasps> yeah, it over, yeah. Seriously,
3: me, yeah. Dude, every now and then, make me the fucking Kelly Hart of it or some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make me, I make me the Kelly yep. Hart.
2: Yep.
3: Oh, dude, now that, that was chill. It was like you said, like we kind of got into, we got into other stuff, which is tight though. No, it's fine. You, need, yeah. you know, it's about I it's like about it. in, it's about injury and re- recoveries, and I mean that's what that's what Kyle does, and you know that's what you guys are talking about, like trying to prevent. I don't know how you could prevent my two injuries with your dynamic stretches, but <laughs> 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 but uh, that's just. That's just, some, that's some other, that's some other shit, you know. I don't think I could have, I don't think I could have dynamic stretched my way out of my fucking injuries. That's, for I don't sure. know. That
0: ankle roll might have been, uh, that ankle roll might have been avoided by some dynamic stretching, but I think that was also a freak thing. I
1: think you should, yeah. yeah. I think just switch front shoves on little pyramid hips is, it's just not out. a no go it's, it's, trick. It's, um, it's out, dude. It's out,
3: uh, dude. It's seriously so out now. Um, but yeah, no, dude. All right, Dave, okay. thanks, um, thanks, thanks for cool, coming guys. On, dude.
1: Dave, Appreciate that it. was sick. You're the man. I wanted to hear... Those are the two stories I wanted to hear, and you, you killed it.
3: Thank you. That was tight, yeah.
1: All right, so... Let's. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna throw it on. I'm gonna throw on our first deep dive, which focuses on warming up, dynamic stretching, the Sibo warm up. We we discuss it in the you know the Sibo Walker podcast. But you know how do you, how do you feel about Dave's review of it?
0: Uh, as always, Dave is brutally honest, and uh, you know he was he was. Probably right like we were a little awkward at first you know it was our first podcast but the content is good that's what and that's what matters
1: (laughs) yeah and again you know this is kyle's dream i don't want to put words in your mouth but you, you know your goal is to share the stuff you've learned over the years through being a physical therapist so that skaters can you know better prepare for sessions or just you know be ready. You know, this is warming up. It's pretty yeah. basic, but it's it's good to it's good to have these insights, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is a good one.
1: All right, so if you want to support us what we're doing, patreon.com/oldfriendsfitness or you can find us at oldfriendsandco.com. We really appreciate everyone who's supported us this long and kept us kept us motivated to to do this every month. So Thank you
0: yes I, I back that thank you to all of our all of our subscribers. We love you guys and we couldn't we couldn't do this without you so thank you for your support
1: How's it going everybody? Thank you for joining us. This is the warming up deep dive where we are going to continue the discussion with Dr. Kyle Brown about all things warming up. So let's get into it. All right, Kyle, at the time of this recording, you haven't been hired to be anyone's personal skateboarding trainer, I'm assuming, right?
0: That's correct.
1: All right, well, when you were talking about the SIBO warm-up, you said that you designed it for SIBO based on the movements you know he makes while he's skating. Uh Uh-huh. In theory, could you design me a warm-up for specific tricks I wanted to try, like, let's say I'm filming a video part and I have a trick in mind and I want to make sure I'm like primed and ready to go for that specific trick. Could you design me my own warmup for that session?
0: Yeah. In theory. Kind of. I mean, the idea behind this SIBO warmup is I thought about all the different, all the different movements that one might have to do during a given session and just find a movement or exercise for that so let's say you're going to be doing you know some flip in flip out banger at a ledge or something like that i would do more of the flicking exercise to warm up the body as opposed to let's say you're not going to do any flicking on on a given day but you're going to do i don't know some tech ledge trick where you're twisting your back like crazy like a mark suchu backbreaker trick then i would do more of the first two exercises the open book and the scorpion, just so you get the body prepared for, uh, for rotation. So there's something in there for most. Yeah. Most aspects of, uh, skating. So, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be doing a lot of flicking on a given day, you can do more of that exercise. Um, as long as you're not Since you're going to be doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. It's just basically whatever you need to, to warm the body up for that particular task for the day, whatever it's going to yeah. be. What's it, what's it going to be for you today, Walker? What are you going to skate today?
1: Man, I have a weird, I don't want to call it a backbreaker, but like a twisty move that gets me pretty sore if I'm uh, out of practice.
0: Well, like a manual trick or a ledge trick?
1: It's a ledge trick. I want to, almost did it yesterday, actually. It's like a switch backside flip into a five o the hard way, Uh uh-huh. alley-oop. Oh, damn. So it's really twerking my back, like just that little extra, which is yeah. kind of strange because it's, It's kinda like a two seventy, so I think I'm gonna just dive into the dive into the back and flick. It's also like a hard one to flick too, so.
0: Yeah, but you also gotta you also gotta squat too to get the right pop. So yeah, we're doing it on a curb, so Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Baby steps for me, you know. All right, so you got the flick, you got the flick, you got the pop, you got a little bit of pop, and then you have the rotation. So yeah, go heavy on the the rotation, the flick, and then maybe just do a little bit of jump roping and you should be good to go. Or just do the whole warm up.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know me, though. I'm not going to do the whole warm up. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know you
0: like to cut corners.
1: So the warm up you encourage and that we have in the video is heavy on dynamic stretching. When did you, as a physical therapist or just as an athlete, I guess, start shifting your focus towards dynamic stretching for warming up?
0: Basically, as I got older i couldn't just show up at a skate park or a skate spot and skate right away like i used to be able to get away with when i was younger so i of course wanted to you know warm up a little bit more before i started skating and you know as i got into the physical therapy world i did a lot of research on how best to do that
1: okay so specifically
0: Well, it kind of led me away from what I used to do a lot of, which was static stretching. So I remember growing up, you know, if I was playing with my basketball team, we would spend 15 minutes static stretching before we started practice. Um, And then other various sports that I participated in as a kid, we would do a lot of static stretching before, uh, before playing. And the more research I did, the more I learned that static stretching, while it is going to make you more flexible, it's not going to allow you to perform as well. So then I started asking the question, all right, well, if if I need to get the body warmed up and I need to get a little more flexible before I skate or do whatever I'm going to do, what can I do instead? And that kind of led me towards doing more dynamic type stretches.
1: And when you say warm up, is there a more technical explanation for what's happening?
0: I mean, there is, but you are literally warming up the temperature of your muscles when you're, when you're doing some of these exercises.
1: Oh wow! So it's not just an expression; it's literally that's the that's what's happening. G- degrees are going up.
0: Yep, degrees are going up. That's correct.
1: So what's the ultimate goal of a warm up, or what's the ideal warm up?
0: Yeah, the the goal behind a good warm up is to get the body more flexible, get the body warmed up, get certain muscles activated, mainly the ones that you're going to use for skating in this situation, and then sort of just do movements that kind of get you ready for the tasks that you're going to be doing. And in this case, it's skateboarding, but doing it in a way that warms you up, but doesn't get you overly fatigued.
1: Yeah. I feel like I worry about that a lot. Like I don't want to over fatigue myself when I'm warming up or like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to fuck myself up. Just trying to warm up to go skate, to fuck myself up. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah. There's, there's kind of, there's kind of a line or it's not necessarily a fine line, but it's a line you have to kind of play with a little bit where, all right, I feel like I'm good to go, ready to skate and warm, but not so warm that I feel lethargic and tired on a skateboard. But what's
1: the best way of knowing that you're properly warmed up versus
0: fatigued or overly fatigued? I mean, if you do, if you do all these exercises for the dosage that I recommend, that's like the best guess at when you should be warm. But everyone's a little bit different, so you're gonna you're gonna feel warm and you're gonna feel ready to go, but also you're you're gonna know. Sometimes the best way to know what warm feels like is if you go past warm. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. So if you if you do one time where you like you do, you overdo the warm up and you're tired, then that can kind of give you a reference point of what going too far is, and then you can the next time you warm up you can kind of backtrack and and find the right dosage.
1: So when I go skating, obviously, I'm most concerned about not getting hurt and doing everything I possibly can to not get hurt, especially for all the stupid little pains and strains you get when you're skating. Is dynamic stretching the best way to prevent injuries?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still unclear how beneficial dynamic stretching is by itself in injury prevention. A lot of injuries, especially the overuse injuries like Achilles tendinopathy, other types of tendon issues. A lot of the overuse injuries are prevented with strength training. But I would say when dynamic stretching is combined with, some, with a little bit of resistance training, i.e. the band work and some plyometric movements, i.e. the jump roping. So when it's combined with other things, it can, have, it can definitely have a role in injury prevention. Yes.
1: So we don't have to get into it right now, but you've told me in the past how static stretching can actually be bad for you. When it comes to dynamic stretching, what are the benefits or can it also be bad for you? Like where does dynamic stretching live in the realm of like harmful versus beneficial?
0: If done correctly, uh, there's quite a bit of research that shows that dynamic stretching will actually help with speed and strength and power. So it actually helps your performance. It'll help your skating, improve it.
1: Can you overdo it with dynamic stretching? Can you do too much?
0: Yeah. There is a point where if you dynamic stretch, or if you warm up too much, um, your muscles are going to get overly fatigued and you're going to start losing performance. And it's kind of hard to, to say what that time period is, but I'll, I'll reference one study so one study had their subjects do a full dynamic stretch routine for six minutes and it helped and it helped with a bunch of stuff it helped with strength performance um, flexibility all those things and then they had that same group do the same routine but for 12 minutes and when they had the subjects do the routine for 12 minutes it still helped with flexibility but it actually started to hinder sort of muscle, uh, strength and and endurance. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a guideline. So do enough, but don't do too much.
1: And what about speed? How fast do you want to be swinging your legs?
0: Go quick. Kind of the tricky part of dynamic stretching at first is it's, it's good to go quick, but you have to be controlled and moderate with the uh, intensity and speed. So quick with the speed, but mellow with the intensity is kind of the rule of thumb. And there's some fairly consistent research saying that you don't get as much out of, out of dynamic stretching if you go too slow and the point of too slow to correct speed to too fast is kind of vague, but there was, there was one research study that had their subjects go as fast as a hundred beats per minute, like a hundred stretches per minute, which if you think about, that that's pretty fast. And so they had the, all the subjects go like pretty fast with the dynamic stretching and it helped with, you know, all the things that we've been talking about. So you don't necessarily need to go that fast, but you can be quick with these stretches as long as they're, as long as you could control and keep the intensity at a, at a moderate intensity.
1: When do you think you first started noticing the departure from static stretching as a way to warm up? like when? Did the change happen?
0: I mean, it's just been a slow, gradual shift over the last uh, over the last several years. and in, in the scientific world, the research world, information moves very slowly. So they've just done a bunch of bunch of studies on static stretching. and with that body of of evidence, it's shifting more towards it saying that static stretching, just isn't as effective as, as we once thought. So then as you're, you know, as you're kind of seeing that, uh, that research shift, then you start asking questions like, all right, well, if, if static stretching is, is not optimal, then you know, what else are we going to do? And that's when you start coming up with ideas like dynamic stretching and the muscle activation stuff. And you know, the other things that we do during the warm-up.
1: So among the community of physical therapists and sports medicine doctors, is it pretty unanimous or is there anyone in the community that's like the hugest advocate for dynamic stretching and who's responsible for really pushing it? Or is everyone kind of just coming
0: around to it? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's still, you still have physical therapists and doctors that are proponents of static stretching, but it's becoming less, less and less and more people are at least having their patients um, or their clients do, you know, some sort of a movement based dynamic warm up as opposed to static stretching. So it's it's trending more and more towards the dynamic end of things. Which I in my opinion, obviously that's that's a good thing.
1: Well is there anyone specifically who has maybe made dynamics stretching like a statement of theirs or really like pushed for it. By themselves, and like
0: that's a good question.
1: Created some hype.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good question. Not that I can think of. I can't think of anyone, uh, like one famous trainer or one famous physician, that really kind of coined it or sort of marketed it. As far as I know, it's just been a, a steady build. Sibo, Sibo's the biggest. You know.
1: Yep. Sibo. Sibo's on it.
0: Yeah, he he's the biggest game changer. I see him out there swinging his legs all the time. I love shamelessly it. too. You got to be shameless yeah. out there swinging your yeah. legs. Yeah, you just got to go for it. But honestly, I think like in skateboarding, seeing you know, kids seeing people like him and you do these sort of warm-ups, I think that's helped in our little world. you know, Make it more acceptable and just more normalized.
1: One of the first people I saw kind of in the wild swinging his legs was Deshaun Jordan. Oh, nice. And he, I, just as like someone who was kind of not connected to you and yeah i just remember thinking like oh shit he knows what he's doing that's what kyle's been telling me
0: to do forever i'm trying i'm trying to think because you know when you think of foam rolling and in skateboarding you think of rob welsh starting it and then people it taking off because of that i'm trying to think if like from me growing up or like in our generation if there's someone who was doing it early on i can't think of anyone
1: the only person i can think of is reese forbes Oh, really? Interesting. Do you remember he had that video on 4-in-1 where he was it showed him training for the High Alley contest? Yes. And I want to say he was in like a Vita sweatsuit and he was running all around San Francisco and like jump roping on rooftops and shit. Yeah,
0: I can't, yes. I, I do remember that. And I remember he did like a little, kind of a little article in either Skateboarder or like one of the magazines and kind of outlined what he did but i can't remember if there was if dynamic stretching was part of that
1: yeah i don't think it was dynamic stretching per se but it was definitely the kind of you know movement-based warm-up idea yeah but i mean i think
0: it's it's you and Sibo. you guys you guys are the you guys are the pioneers you just gotta (laughs) just gotta own it i don't know Sibo more than me for sure
1: but what about other sports i mean you watch sports on tv and
0: you don't see it happening on TV. Yeah, no, I know. I've had a couple people send me DM me videos of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the on the Warriors doing dynamic stretching like right before their game and I was I was pretty hyped on that. But I can't think of one like sports figure that has really owned that. In fact, honestly, like I still see like when I go to basketball games, I still see trainers out there doing static stretching to their fucking players like the trainers are out there like you know doing static stretches to lebron james's like hamstrings i'm like dude what are you doing but at at least they're doing it for like quick like 10 second stretches they're not going crazy with it which is still yeah. okay to do right it's that's still okay to do so maybe we need to uh maybe i need to email some sort of uh
1: yeah just yeah. shoot LeBron or his yeah. trainer, a quick DM and, you know, let them know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and so back to the SIBO up. we've been talking a lot about dynamic stretching, but what is going on when you bring in the bands, the
0: resistance bands? So with the resistance bands, we're getting into what we call muscle activation exercises. And with these, we use a little, we use a little bit of resistance from the bands to activate and sort of wake up certain muscle groups that you're going to be using a lot when you skate. You actually want to get a little bit of burn with these muscle activation exercises without over fatiguing the muscles themselves. So we basically have SIBO in the video, you'll see SIBO activating the flick muscles and then some of the thigh and glute muscles with the, with the resistance bands. And so to make sure you're
1: not over fatiguing when you do these activation exercises, how long do you want to do them for? Yeah,
0: it's kind of along the same lines as dynamic stretching, but it's even a little bit more important with these muscle activation exercises. 30 seconds is, is sort of the, the rule of thumb number for these, but you can definitely give yourself some leeway with, with that time. Cause again, you want to, you actually want to get a good burn going with these activation exercises, but not but keep it at like a moderate burn. So you don't over fatigue your, your muscles when you're doing these. So if you're feeling the burn at 15, 20 seconds, you can, you're okay to move on to the next, uh, to the next exercise.
1: What about when you're super sore and it almost hurts to even just do the warm up? I feel like that's always like an issue for me. Like when my quads are wrecked or I've just been skating like on a trip or consecutively for days on end and I'm just broke off. Mm-hmm. Like if, it hurts to do the warm up, should you just kind of chill on it and go skating instead?
0: No. no, actually that's another really good reason why you warm up. If you're if you're sore from the session before, go through the warm up and see how the body responds. So, let's say you start with quite a bit of soreness at the beginning of the day, but you do the warm up and as you warm up, the the soreness starts going away. That's when you know that you're safe to go out and skate. Does does that kind of make sense?
1: Yeah. But are you saying that if you're, if you're still sore, you shouldn't go out and skate?
0: Yeah. But the, the question is, is when is, when is it a situation where you're too sore? So the other, the other thing that might happen is you're really sore from the session before and you try to warm up, but. You warm up and the soreness doesn't go away, or you warm up and the soreness sort of gets worse. That's an indication where you need to, you know, sit on the couch for a day just and let the body chill. Yeah, and let the body recover. So that that's like another really good reason to do this warm-up before you skate instead of just going out and skating. That's kind of a barometer to know where you're at health and recovery wise. I see. So why do you bring in the jump rope? Uh, the jump rope's just another way to kind of get the body warmed up and increase your heart rate. But in a way that kind of mimics skating and prepares uh, the body for all the popping and jumping that you know that most people do when they get out and skate.
1: Nice, yeah, that makes sense for getting the getting a little bit of cardio going. Do you recommend going on runs? Like I was just talking to Frankie Spears, who's you know, yeah, young buck, and he was telling me that he like before he goes skating, he goes on like a mile run. And I was thinking that was kind of excessive. I was sort of telling him like, dude, I don't know. That's like seems like too much for just a warm up. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, it depends on how good a shape you're in, but for you know, for some people, a mile run's pretty mellow, and it's a it's a good way to get your heart rate up and and sort of a general way to you know to get the body ready for skating. So yeah, jump is nice because you can do it at the spot. You don't have to go anywhere but you can go on a short run. You can go on a bike ride. You can do like 50 body squats, like kind of really fast up and down to kind of get the heart rate up a little bit. All those things are, are appropriate. I like jump roping just cause you're kind of mimicking the jumping that you, you might be doing when you're skating.
1: All right. Well, good. And then Frankie's Frankie's on the right track. I'll, I'll let him know. Um, cool. Well, I feel like we've kind of covered a lot. Do you want to maybe do a quick, recap before we sign out.
0: Okay. Yeah. We, we kind of talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So the main, the key points here, if you, if you want to skate better, if you want to prevent injury, it's important to warm up. That's sort of the general gist. And if you're a skater, the warm up is, is definitely what I recommend to improve flexibility. Of course, warm up the body and then prepare, prepare yourself for skating. And, you know, of course, before you go out for the day, do the full warm up. And then if you can, do a quick spot warm up. Do the SIBO spot warm up right before you skate. And that should that should help you feel good before uh before the session. So that's point number two. And then point number three, warm up, but don't warm up so much that you over fatigue your body. So keep that, keep that in mind. And then when you're doing the dynamic stretches, just remember to go quick but controlled. Controlled and moderate with the intensity then you should be good to go. All
1: right. Well, thank you, Kyle. And if you're listening to this, it means you're one of our loyal subscribers and we really appreciate you supporting us in this little experiment we have going on. We are going to follow this up with a conversation with Sibo Walker himself. Um, We're going to just kind of catch up with him, see what he's been up to and get into... know his perspective as a pro skater out there in the streets putting it to use so yeah and we're also going to offer a circuit video which will just be a follow along none of us yapping something that you can use at home or when you're out skating or whatever so thank you everybody and also shout out to Bobby Renz for the music that you're hearing but yeah that's a wrap thank you and we'll catch you next time